Good evening, Mayor Rabbi We are at the beginning of Perek Vov, here in the Chavos Avavos, Shar HaTshuva. In this Perek, Perek Shishi, here in the sixth chapter, Chavos Avavos is going to describe four different scenarios of things that could be motivating for a person to do Tshuva. And last time we learned that the highest level is one who is able to do it in out of his own volition, and his own volition, out of his own contemplation, thinking about the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and all of the chesed, the kindness that he has bestowed upon each individual, and this person himself who was a sinner, who has done Averis, and wants to repair that relationship and realizes that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has done so much and continues to do so much, it really behooves me, even logically and obligatory, to do tshuva and come back to Hashem. Like the marshal that he gave of the Evet, the, uh, the servant who became unfaithful and left and realized afterwards he had such a good position, he had such a good environment, and the master gave him everything that he needed, and he comes back, and certainly if he comes back on his own, the, the master will take him and receive him with open arms. We move on tonight to the second one. And here, another gem from the Chavos of what he, what he tells us, what a tremendous insight, tremendous encouragement from this piece in Chavos of The the second motivation that can be used to bring about Tshuva, is Be'es at a time Shetivoy Eyu Techachas Haberi Yisborach. At a time when a Kodesh who brings rebuke to a person, and makes him ashamed of the evil actions that, he's do, that he has done, anything that has come out of that. In other words, the choices that a person made, and a Kodesh sends him a message of rebuke to awaken him. How is that done? How is, how is this done, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends him a message? It's not what we're thinking. We think, oh, Hashem will punish him, Hashem will make him get a flat tire, Hashem will make somebody in his family sick. No, that's not what it is. It's much simpler than that. In some ways it's much more direct, but it doesn't hurt as much. Says the Chavos of Ovis, this is when we hear Hashem's message from other people. Whether it's from the prophet in his generation, obviously you have to be living in a time of prophecy to be able to hear the Novi and his message in our ears. And the Novi always spoke in the name of Hashem. The Novi came and spoke. This is what Hashem wants you to hear. And much of Novi is reproach to the Jewish people. The Gemara tells us in Adarim, had we not sinned, all we would have is just the Chamisha Chum just the five Chumashim of Moshe Rabbeinu, and Sefi Yeshua, because that talks about the transition going into Eretz Yisrael, dividing up the land, that's all we'd have. But all of the rest of the Nevi'im, we wouldn't need them. Why wouldn't you need them? Essentially, what the Gemara is telling us is that all of the Nevi'im are just there to hammer home the message. All of the Nevi'im were just there to give 
the message of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, do tshuva, do tshuva, do tshuva, straighten your ways, come back, do tshuva on your Averis that you've done. That's the message of the Nevi'im. And it was then and it is now. But if you hear it directly from the Nevi'im, if you lived in the times of prophecy, imagine, if we would live in the times of prophecy, and your Miyoha Nevi would come, walking with his robes and his long flowing beard, and he would say, Rabbi Sai, this is the tshuva that Shem wants you. We would think, of course we would listen. It's interesting, they didn't all listen in his times. But now, says well, we don't hear it directly from the Navi's mouth, but we get it from the from the words, from the book. We get it from the Navi that's written down, the Torah that's written down. Or maybe it's not even a Navi. You know, this, the Navi could be in two forms. Either directly, we live in a time of prophecy, or nowadays we have the words of the Navi. In other words, all of the books in Avim, the only time we really read them publicly is uh, every Shabbos and Haftarah. Unfortunately, most people don't know what it's talking about. They don't understand. They don't even understand the simple explanation, let alone the deeper message that the Navi is trying to convey. But it's not enough for that. We should open up the books of the Navi. Truth be told, it's very hard to decipher exactly what the Navi is saying. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu was so kind to us, that he sent Rishonim, Rabbeinu Yoyne, Chavis Alvavos, the Rambam, the Mabit, and they deciphered the words of the Navi, and they wrote Svarim, quoting almost every page. You know where I get this concept from? From this passage of the Navi, from these words of the Navi. In other words, really all of the Sifrei Musr, not only the Rishonim, the later Sifrei Musr too, all of the Sifrei Musa are basically words of Nevi'im, just packaging them in a way that we can understand them. So whether we hear it from the Navi, the message is clear, or we get it from the Teres Hashem, I'm not from learning the words of the Navi, learning the words of the Sefer Musa. Or a person who stands up and tries to give chizik to people, and tries to tell them, Rabbi Isai, we have a, a message coming from Hashem, and this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to do, to be mechazik ourselves, strengthen ourselves, become better. Asher Hu, Tainas Habayri al Any person who is giving the, word, the, the message of truth, not he's just standing on his own soapbox and wants to hear himself, but who sincerely wants to give over the message of Hashem the way he was mechabal, that he received it from his and all the way back to Moshe Rabbeinu is the message of HaKadosh Baruch when Hashem is, it's Hashem talking through this person's mouth. Says, There's no generation that is bereft of a preacher, of someone who's going to give over the message of Hashem. How do we know that's true? How do you know that's true? You lived a thousand years ago, maybe it stopped then. So he quotes the Chazal, quotes the Gemara. He says, the Gemara already told it to me 500 years before I lived, says Chavis Avos. Kameisham Rabbi Seinu Zechan Levrach in the Gemara and then the Kedushin says, Achalekov Sishim Shisham Moshe, Zorcha Shim Shal Sheyeshu Atambidoi. Before Moshe Rabbeinu's son set, before that great light of Moshe Rabbeinu set and went down and was no longer in this world to give warmth, to give light, to give guidance. 
Yehoshua already was appointed as the next leader of Klal Yisrael. Even before the sun set on Eli HaKoyen's life, his Talmud Shmuel became the Navi. Hashem, as always, sets up, as the Gemara tells us, the Ruf, the Rafur before the Makkah. Or the Vizorach Hashemesh Ubo Hashemesh. As Chazal, before this sun sets, another sun is already on the rise. Another example, Hashem, 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 How can we do without him? The great Navi. Before he departed in chariots up to Hashem, already Elisha was on the scene. Zorach Hashem, Elisha. We already started having the shine of Elisha in the world. These are all Nevi'im. Then we get to Tanoim. Yoim Shemais Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva. He's famous this week, the week of Lag Bohemer. He's the Rabbi of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Yoim Shemais Rabbi Akiva. The day that Rabbi Akiva died, Noilad Rabbeinu HaKadosh. That day, Rabbi Yehuda Anosi was born. And the Gemara says, the day that this Amira died, this one was born. This Amira died, this one was born. To bring out this point that Kaddish Baruch Hu does not leave us ever without someone there who's going to be Meirah Derech. As he explains like this, he says, And in this pattern, you will find that all generations, and in all different places, they're not only going to be in Bovil, they're not only going to be in Eretz Yisrael, they're not only going to be in America, in all places, there will always be, HaKadosh Baruch will always set up someone who will be there to give the message over to the people. Lo You will never lack. No generation and no place will ever be reft of someone who's calling to Hashem's name. The Alt of Kelm says, this idea of calling to Hashem's name, we find a way back by Avram Avinu. Many times the Torah says about Avram Avinu, he built an altar, Vayikra B'Shem Hashem, Vayikra B'Shem Hashem. What was he doing? He was doing this. He was giving over the message of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In his day, it was a pagan culture, so he was giving over the message of monotheism. There's only one God, you have to listen to Him, He's the Creator. That was before the Torah was given. So that was his one single message. But he was Kairi al Hashem in every generation, says Chavis of there's always someone who's Kairi al Alekim who calls the rallying call to Hashem. Vel Avaidosi to do Hashem's Avaida, to do service to Hashem. Umoyres Tayrasa and to guide us in his Torah. We don't know what does Hashem mean, what does Hashem want us to do, what's the message. There's always people. Could be this is the idea. Rabbi Saul Salanto already said this, says Rabbi Yurucham Levavit Zatzal of the Mir brings in a safer. The Rishol Salanta said it a very interesting idea. That every person, when he goes up to Shemaim after 120, there's a Bezdin there. The Bezdin Shalmaila. The heavenly court. Who are the Dayanim on that Bezdin? Who's he going to be? A person from our generation goes up to Shemaim. Who's going to be sitting by the Bezdin over there? Is it going to be the... Uh, Rabbi Kiva Eger, the Vilna Goin, is it going to be the Balatanya? Is it going to be the Rajba, the Ramban? Who's going to be there? Shleima Melech, Dovra Melech, Hiskio. Who's going to be there? Ravina Ravashi, Rabbi Yudanasi, Rabbi Kiva? That's quite frightening. 
So Rabbi Shol Salanta says, you know who's going to be there? Rabbi Yashiv, Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Arbach, Rabbi Zatzal, the G'daylam of our generation. Why? He says, because the G'daylam of our generation, they're the ones who were trying to give us over the message. And they know the particular challenges that we go through in our generation. Even though they're way above us, the light is greater than us. But they understand what the generation is going through. As we see in the Chavos of Abbas, who sends people who are able to give over this message. In the days of the prophets and the Nevi'im, they were prophets. And that throughout the generations, the Elio and Elisha and Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi and all of the great people throughout the generations. So they're the ones who are given the message, and they'll be on the Besden, and they'll say, you heard our message. Rabbi Leib Steinman, he spoke, he spoke. It's interesting, one of the has paid them from, for, for uh, Rabbi Yashif, and there were many in the weeks that ensued after his Petira. One of the greatest good days that lived in our, dinner, our times, he died at 102 years old. Kol Kula, he knew... It was right there. Tremendous recall. Without a photographic memory. But he didn't speak much. He didn't uh, get up by the microphone. He hardly spoke. He gave his sheer. People spoke privately. He told them what to do. But his, his life that he lived spoke volumes. So sometimes it doesn't even have to be someone who's going to say it outright and say this is the message we have to hear. They were good day like that. Compared to like Rav Shach, who stood at the podium many a time in his 106 years that he lived, and spoke and called out, But the other G'daylam, they're just seeing their example of what they do, what they want us to do. So these will be the Dayanim, these will be the judges to judge us, and they'll say, we knew what you went through, and we brought the message of Hashem to you, and this is what we expected of you. So now he gives his marshal to the Yevet. And this person who does tshuva, by listening to the call of the Navi, the call of the Tana, the call of the Svarim that we learned, the Sifrei Musar, the call of the Gedalim of the time, the call of those who are Kairi, El Olekim, those who heed this call and listen and do tshuva, can be compared to Ke'evet Sheborach Me'avidas HaDoinov. When Evet decide he has enough, it's too much, it's too hard, it's too rigid, he goes away. And then, out there, away from the palace, he meets somebody else who's a faithful servant to the king. And he meets somebody and says, hey, you used to be part of us. Where'd you go? What happened to you? He starts reprimanding him. Why did you go away? That was the, that was the place for you to be. You could have done it. You could have listened to the, to the master. So he convinces him, he gives him counsel to return. And he says, you come back, you'll see the master will forgive you. He'll take you in. And he reminds him all about the great benefits that he had by this master. That's the mushal. The mushal is the Evid is out there. The first way that we learned last night was that the Ebed on his own, he contemplates, what have I done, where have I, let me go back to where it was good, and he'll go back on his own. Then, here, the Ebed is not, he needs something or someone to bring him back to his senses. 
So Hashem sends another fellow Evid to reprimand him, to tell him, to tell him he can come back, to give him chizik encouragement. And that's what Hashem does all the time. There's never a generation, there's never a place that is lacking a person who's able to give over the message, tell us what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, learn with us the Sifri Musr, and with that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu indeed will accept us back, be Michaelos, if we come humbly to him and say, we want to come back and do Chuba. I go to Nacht.